Can I tell you, I am not the person that's aware of side effects. You don't know what a side effect is? I would never pick out a side effect. When you're a big drinker, you have so many side effects on a daily basis that you just go, well, I guess that's because I'm an alcoholic. 100%. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless. When Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month, when you purchase a three-month plan, more like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office, and we have been saving so much money since switching over, and setting up on Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bears. That's mintmobile.com slash bears. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three months plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. All right. Oh, man. How do you meet celebrities? Like, how do you know? How do you like? How do you get these people for Tom Talks? Um, do you know these people? Like the music guy, Talib Kweli. No, the other music Christian guy, Christian Han. The guy in the yeah, yeah. How do you meet? How do you know that guy? Uh, I was. Um, I didn't know him. I was put on to his live. Um, the, the session live IG is, is the page, so I was told about it, oh. and then I went and I listened. Like I watched him do a couple of sessions, and I commented one a couple of times, yeah. and he was shouting me out on on those. So then, when he did that, I just messaged him, and then he uh, jokingly on one of the sessions was like, "Yeah, we, you know, gotta do, get on the podcast sometime." And I was like, "Let's do it." That's the funniest one. Now we're gonna do a live show together, dude. You know what I'm doing in a couple of weeks? Mm -hmm. I'm, I probably, I probably are, have already done it. What is 85 South? Oh, those guys are great. I cannot fucking wait. Here's my problem, though, is like, uh, like I wonder if I'm such an old hip-hop fan mm -hmm. that I won't relate to them at all. No, you'll be fine. Are you doing it? Uh, yeah, I talked to Carlos. Carlos texted the other day. Pull up Carlos Miller. Yeah. I think it's Carlos Miller. Yeah, it's yeah. K with a K. K, Carlos. His put t Type in his Twitter real quick. Go to his Twitter. Twatter. Twatter. By the way, these guys are fucking playing legit arenas right now. They're doing big stuff. They're doing where we doing where we're, we're we're doing keep scrolling until you see him reply to me. He goes, "Is this true?" Probably would have been easier to go to my fucking Twitter. Yeah. It's very definitely easier to go to my Twitter. Um and then you'll You'll get a kick out of this. Okay. Go to my Twitter and it's like, it's got to be the top. Oh, there you go. Okay. Type, click that link. So go to the, scroll up, scroll up, scroll up, and then read that one. Read the top one and then read the top one. It says, where he's I'm with doing gag, gag, gag. Yeah. I'm with them on this bathing. Two little kids every day is a lot of work. Plus, it can really dry out their skin. They spend the day outside in the dirt, then they, Need a bath. Uh, so Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis said they don't bathe their kids. I'm paraphrasing in a very incorrect way right now, by the way. 
Okay. They said they don't bathe their kids every day. Can you can you look that up? Yeah. Oh yeah. So Ashton Kutcher and okay, this is going to be the perfect storm of bullshit right here because Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis went on Dax Shepard's podcast, who has not invited me or you on his podcast. He has not invited either of us on his podcast, despite us sometimes talking shit about him. Wait, go go to go back one for the, for that quote. I didn't have hot water growing up as a child, so I didn't shower very much anyway. She grew up in said. the Ukraine, I think. Uh, I wasn't that parent that bathed my newborns ever. All right. Yeah, so Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher go on Dax Shepard's podcast. Mm-hmm. And Dax and uh, and Kristen Kristen Bell were talking about ba- they, bathing their kids as a nighttime ritual. Right. Like, how often do you bathe your kids? With it every night. Okay, we bathe our kids. Every day. Yeah, every day. Every day. Right, yeah. um, and they were saying that that's part of their nighttime ritual. And then Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, who everyone listening to this knows, I got mad respect for what they're about to say. Okay. They go, no, we don't bathe our kids. We barely bathe our kids. If there's dirt on them, we'll, we'll clean it off, right? Yeah. But we're not going to bathe them all the time because that's not part of the thing. And then they just jump into the conversation and they go, we don't shower that much. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis is like, we don't shower that much. And I think, I'm not even, uh, don't quote me on this, but I think Ashton Kutcher says, and pools count as showers. I'm almost certain, don't quote me on that, but I'm almost certain, 100% allegedly, Pat Ashton Kutcher said, if you go in the pool, that's the same as the shower. Yeah, okay. I'm certain of he said that. Let's see. Uh, mission included. Da, da, da. By the way, don't let me forget to tell you my Dax Shepard story, which is another reason we have not been invited on that guy's podcast. We should have him as a guest bear one time. Sure. When, when someone's out of town. And don't I don't think we'd be going on his podcast. I don't think we want to meet his fans. I think okay. our fans would like him. Okay. I don't think all his fans would like what we stand for. No? What do we stand for? But we're, we're not like he is. Like he's like good, wholesome. Is like, he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I guarantee you he doesn't call Kristen Bell and go, hey, is it okay if I fuck Adrian Ketchik with a strap on? And I'll put it on backwards like a tail and then jerk myself off. I guarantee you. I'm sure he thinks that. Yeah. Like, I'm certain Dak Shepard has the same brain we do. I am certain Dak Shepard, if we were in a room with him, we're like, yo, man, we're going to run a train on Adrian Tetchik. And, and we're going to do it with dildos so we're not cheating. I 100% guarantee Dak Shepard's like, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Like, and then we go, should we call our wives? He's like, oh, that's a bad idea. That's a bad so, idea. Let me ask you, what's your Dak Shepard story? Hold on. Let's finish with Ashton Kutcher not I didn't showering. See, okay. D- d- type in Ashton Kutcher. Showering. Because uh, that's how we get to Carlos uh, Miller. That's how we get to the 85 South show. Okay. Uh, Ashton Kutcher. Um, all right. How about, how about his, um, how about you, you type in pools count? Don't type in. Just don't. Pool. pool bathing, pool bathing, pool bathing, pool bathing. You saw pool bathing. Yeah. Go. Oh, uh, use instead of a shower. Yep. Half Ma- of Americans. Half of Americans. And I think I started that trend. <laughs> I would argue that if you went back two years ago, people would be like, "Huh, pool bath? What's that?" But did you? I bathe took a pool bath today. Today? I'm going to the hospital. I took a pool bath. You That's really probably sh- bad. Yeah, you should really I take should a really real take a shower. Shit shower. Yeah, actually, surgery. two. I mean, for real, I mean, yeah. considering I haven't showered in a little bit. I would take one at night. Yeah. And then take one in the morning. Before what I time go. Are you, what time are you supposed to check 220, in? 2.20, 2.40. Okay, here's what you should do. You should take a shower tonight, a real one. Yeah. And then in the morning, 
After you do whatever you want to do, yeah. take a shower. Okay. Also, 220 is your check-in. Yeah. So you can actually have breakfast. Don't forget that too. Why? Because you can get up really early and eat. Like what, four in the morning? Well, what time is your surgery? I'm going to talk to the pre-op today. I'm gonna your surgery is going to be at least an hour after two, like 3.30 or something, right? No, my surgery is at 2.40. Your surgery is at 2.40, so you're yeah. checking in. At like 1.40. Okay. By so... the way, I'm already getting anxiety just talking about this. Yeah, no, you can't eat then. Yeah. 12 hours. Okay. I'm doing it today. If I can get but You can today, have a big dinner. I'm going to fucking fuck up food tonight. Yeah. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to eat like. What are you like, going to have? Uh, pasta. I want to do Italian. Oh, there you go. That's probably a bad idea because I might have acid reflux in the middle of the afternoon. Okay. I'm ready for the. I want the cocktail they give me when they just go. I'm like, oh, hey, I'm a little nervous. Yeah, and they'll then they, do it. They'll and do then it. they load me up and I go. And then I just want to get to the place. Can I tell you what I want to do also? Yeah. I told Nadab this last night. He thought it was a good idea. So they go, all right, we're going to have you count back from 100. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Red Rocks. I'll be performing there September 8th. <laughs> You're going to do a promo? I do a promo. For the. <laughs> For the for the going under for the operation, Red Rock September eighth. I'll be there. A few tickets alone. Uh, it's the best feeling. It is the best feeling. Is it? Is this coming out before September eighth? Uh, yes. Thank so when God. You, when you like, don't you? Because when you try to go to sleep, it can you know it's hit or like oh. sometimes you drift. Sometimes, but when it's automatic, like when they're they'll be like, "Hey man, uh, you like the movies?" <laughs> You're like, "Yeah, like, <laughs> like <laughs> it's the best." I love it. <laughs> do you think Bill Cosby's watching this going, that's what I said. That's what I used to do. <laughs> that's what I said. Don't you like going What's to your sleep? favorite movie? Allegedly. Yeah. Would you see Bill Cosby live? Now? Yes. He comes on tour. He comes on tour. And I call. Hold on. Hang on. I call you. I call you. And I go, hey, man. I got two tickets to Bill Cosby. Private box. No one's going to know that we're there. Okay. We walk in the back door. We sit up in the... Thing, and we get to watch the material he's developing about what he's been through. Would you watch him? Yeah. <laughs> you realize it would be so hard to say no to that because I'd if he was like I didn't rape people and you just hear who people the cheering. fuck was that? Yeah, is that not Bill Cosby? <laughs> I didn't rape people. <laughs> no. Oh, heard, heard, hold, 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 hold. <laughs> and they said that I was a raping. I was a raping and a pudding pop. I'm I'm bad at Bill Cosby. Um, what? Nothing. Uh -oh. Do you, <laughs> do, you uh, do you think it would be a good show? I bet we'd. I bet me and you, as professional comedians, would be enthralled. Yeah. By his angle. Here's the thing. Does he tackle his prison time on stage? Yeah. You think he will? Yeah. 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 Do you think like, he just doesn't bring it up? And he's like, my brother Russell. Uh, I'm bad at a Bill Cosby impression. <laughs> this is why I didn't do impressions growing up. You do a lot of a good impressions though. Yeah, like who? You I did. Do, you did Sebastian really well. Yeah, I do Sebastian great. Yeah. Um. The no, I would. I would. There's a lot. It would be hard to not see Bill Cosby because you would know, you heckle him? No, I'm never gonna heckle anybody. I heckled someone the first time I first time I went to a comedy show. I heckled a dude. You just said I don't ever heckle anybody. Heckle no. anybody, and then you got the first time I. Yeah, I flip flop a lot. Okay. Yeah, you know me a long time. You know that I say one thing and then I totally. Am so not... wait, you you heckled somebody the first time? I felt I feel bad about it now. Do you know who it was? I don't. Uh, I can tell you the joke. Where what where was the show? Tallahassee, Florida. I was on a date. I was with my buddy Eddie, and we both brought these two girls, and we were in the front row, 
and the guy was on stage and his joke was um the punchline was it's a styrofoam cooler right he was talking about floating down a river with beers and he and they were like you're gonna get a raft for that or whatever and he's like it's a styrofoam cooler and it fucking flatlined and he was like <laughs> and it's silent for like three seconds and i hit my buddy eddie and i go oh it's a styrofoam cooler and the place erupted and this guy looked at me and he went oh motherfucker!" yeah like, and i was like oh. you really felt bad in the moment i felt bad in the moment and then i went up to him after and i was like hey man how do you get into comedy and he was like go fuck yourself yeah <laughs> i would love it if that guy was like i would that guy was like i mean he's got to be still alive why so i was in college that, that means he has to be alive? I mean, yeah, we doesn't have to be alive. But it'd be cool if How I, old was he at the show? He was think? young. He was like maybe 30. It was like the tops. Okay. Not much older than 30. If, okay. I was probably 26. So he might have been 26. He was a young guy. It's a styrofoam cooler. It's a styrofoam cooler. cooler. And I was like, and I was like, oh, it's a styrofoam cooler. Oh, it's the worst. And the place went crazy. I remember a couple heckles my way early on ones early on like when i was doing like bringer shows one time i said uh the punchline i don't remember the joke i remember somebody going like that and i was like (laughs) and then god another time it was just like not landing well you know like a a joke yeah and just hearing somebody go oh god oh god and i was like there's there are a few shut down heckles that comics can't bounce back from. Yeah. Like be more funny. Right. Or tell a joke. I mean, you can you can you, you can, can bounce say things. Back. You can bounce back. I actually think like being mocked, you've ever been like mocked like you do something and then somebody mocks you, like mm-hmm. that that's that's pretty brutal, you know? Like if you were making like a face or something and somebody in the audience is like uh, uh, like back to you. Mocking you if if it doesn't go if your joke doesn't go well yeah is is pretty brutal, um, man. One time I it was a comp it was another thing it was a comic and I remember this guy he was he was like this East Side like alt dude yeah and he sat in the audience and I was doing this show and I was like yeah you ever been to, I don't know let's say you've been to Florida and he was like oh yeah yeah I've been there. He was doing that kind of shit where I was like, um, what are you doing, man? But that type of thing where someone, it's like basically like mocking you. It's yeah. like, it throws you off. Oh. Uh, you're going to have to bleep the word only because I'm not sure if you can say it anymore. <clears throat> you can say it, but I mean, it's don't F, forget it's that. It's the F word. It's the F word. Oh, okay. Uh, not fuck, but you know, I'm yeah. going to say it. I'm going to say it, just bleep it or don't, but I'm going to say it. But it's part of the story. So either do or don't. Know that I said do. The movie doesn't come out for a while. Actually, okay. actually I wonder if it was... I wonder if... It, oh, no. So I, I go to do a show at, Bo- at the Boston Comedy Club. There's maybe <clears throat> 13 people in the audience, maybe 25 tops. And I'm on stage and this guy, bald hair, um, is sitting all by himself on the right wing. He's by himself sitting just by himself. And I'm telling him my thing, and he just goes, uh, you're gay. And I look, and I go, what? And he goes, nothing. And I said, 
did you say something? He goes, no. And I go, okay. See, that's like, that. Uh, the setup already is someone's fucking with you. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Which is tough. Yeah, and so I go back to my act, and he goes, I said you're gay. And I said, hey, man, I heard that. And he goes, I'm not saying anything, man. And I go, bullshit, I'm not an idiot. I saw you. And he goes, no, I'm not. And I go back to my thing, and then he drops the F-bomb. You know, mm -hmm. And I go, what? And he goes, it's not me. And I go, listen, he's bald, right? I go, listen, you cancer-having motherfucker. Listen, and I start lighting him up, like because he's bald, he's skinny. Yeah. And he goes, "Hey, man, it's not me." And I go, "I'm watching you say it." And he goes, "It's not me. It's the asshole behind me." And my buddy from high school, Hank, pops up behind. Me. He goes, "What's up, buddy?" And I was like, "Mother fucker, Hank." And he goes, "That was good, huh? That was good." I was like, "Fuck! I just lit some guy up." And the guy's, my buddy's hiding behind him, going, "You're Dang. gay." And then that guy was like, I do have cancer. Yeah, I think he did. And I think he got really upset. He was going through chemo and I fucking, it was a fucking shit well, show. He Thank deserved God it, Those man. shows weren't fucking taped back in the day. Is your beer fridge feeling a little empty? DoorDash is your door to beer without the run. Whatever drink you're in the mood for, they've got you. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code BEARS. 24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. I mean, there's like sometimes you just don't want to leave. That's me. Once we're at a spot and we're hanging out, I just don't want to leave. And now you don't have to. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25%, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code BEARS24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply, must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silence. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Do you know how many times I've asked people if they had cancer on stage, on stage, and they've said yes, and I've been like, ah, why would I ask that question? I asked it to a group of women one time. I'll never forget this. I asked it to a group of women one time. I said, uh, I, I was in uh, Kentucky, Cincinnati Funny Bone. Yeah. And I said, they were off to the right, and I said, uh, we're playing around, and I said, uh, so what are you guys on a family reunion? And they're like, what? And I go, what's up with the shirts? You guys are all wearing the same shirts. And they go, yeah, yeah, we're like a team. And I went, what are you guys, like a softball team? And they're like, no, we're like a support team. I go, for it, like animals? And they're like, no, for each other. I go, what are you guys supporting each other for? And as I say that, I see that they're all bald. And I'm like, what? And then I'm like, ugh. And they're like, we are all breast cancer survivors. And I went, oh, okay. And I'm like, nice, 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 nice. And I go, uh, all you guys beat it? And they're like, well, She's going through it again. And I went, oh. I was like, okay, but you're looking good, right? And she goes, no. And I'm like, but it's like, chances are. And she goes, no, it's not looking good at all. And she's like, that's why we came to a comedy show to get our minds off it. And I was like, cool. And I'm like, 
do you guys want to do a shot? <laughs> and, then, and then, of course, you know me. I'm like, but you guys, not you, but like the other ones. She was like, why not me? And I go, because you're going through it pretty rough right now. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, but I can do a shot. And I was like, are you sure? She goes, I'm putting chemotherapy in my body. I can definitely I do can, a shot. I can handle alcohol. And I was like, oh, okay. So I go, why don't I bring you guys on stage? And then I'm like, what the oh, fuck am I doing? God. I bring them on stage and I'm like, can we all get five shots of tequila quickly, very quickly? And I'm, and then... And then I'm, and then now I got him on stage. I'm like, so like, what's it like chemotherapy? And it was just the worst Tom, the worst crowd work. The only way I pulled out of it, the only way I pulled out of it, is it gets heartfelt. And the woman's telling her story, and and she's like, it's my second run, I mean, whatever, and of it. And she goes, uh, I say, here's the deal. I've really fucked tonight up. I've really fucked tonight up. Yeah. I go, I'm going right back into material after this. Yeah. And I go, but I'll give you my phone number. And whenever you're feeling really down, you can call me, and I promise you, I will talk to you and try to make you laugh, and at least get if you're feeling down to get your mind off of it. And God. She was like, she was like, I, I appreciate that. So I gave her my phone number. I talked to her at the bar afterwards. We hung out, we drank, and then like a month later, I get a phone call from her, and I I'm outside. I'm at the new house. I get a phone call from her. I answer and I go, "What's up?" And she goes, uh, "She was like, I'm having a rough night." And I said, "Okay." And I said, "Well, hey, I made a promise. Let's talk." I cracked a beer open. I started talking. And Tom, I talked so aggressively for like 30 minutes. But at the end, I was like, wait, are you still awake? And she goes, I I'm done. I'm good. I'm feeling a lot better. <laughs> what did you just write down? I, things to remind me of. Okay. Yeah. And so I was like. <laughs> I'm feeling better. You did it. You yeah, did yeah. It. I, I got to go. Good, man. I'm done. I'm done. And just hung up on me. Never heard from her again. I wonder if I got her on my phone. I did. I did. <laughs> I did. I guarantee you I got cancer lady in I here. Got... <laughs> I guarantee you I got cancer lady in here. I did a cancer fundraiser. And do you know what my opening line? So it was somebody who had stage four cancer. And my opening line, this was a packed place. My opening line was, you know, give it up for so-and-so. They have a stage four cancer. And I go, you know what the good thing about stage four cancer is? And everybody wow. was like, I, like this. And I go, there's no such thing as stage five. And it bombed no. so hard. <laughs> And you know Nate Craig? Yeah, 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 I do. He was there. And uh, I was able to like go into material. And I yeah. was like, Phew. afterwards, I go, did you hear what I opened with? And he goes, you mean when you flatlined? See <laughs> you hear what I opened with? I always told a story. I told a story the uh, other night. We, had, we did a call and sick to work show in Tampa. And I was fucking wasted. And a guy just stands up in the front row. And he goes, I have stage four bone cancer. And it's silent. And I go... I don't know. What does that mean? He goes, not good, man. Yeah. Not good. And I said, how how long? And he was like, I don't know. Two months. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, fuck it, man. Let me buy you a drink. What do you want? And he was like, uh, rum and diet Coke. I go, why are we going diet, man? Like, yeah. You got two months. Like, yeah. put the weight on. Yeah. <laughs> Big laugh. And then within 30 minutes, he fell and cracked his head open. And they brought an ambulance and they pulled him out <laughs> and he died like two months later. <laughs> His son texted me. He's like, my dad was the guy that stood up at your show. He's and he, dead. It, <laughs> guy was fun as fuck. Oh, that yeah. one night, me and him walked out on stretchers. I was fucking blackout drunk. Blackout drunk. I told this also to Nadav. Blackout drunk, and I, my dad picked me up. I, he took me to his new house. They had bought a new house, yeah. and I'd never been there. Yeah. And I woke up in the late afternoon 
not knowing where the fuck I was because I'd never been to this house. <laughs> and I'm like, where the fuck am I? And I'm walking around going, like, I've never seen this. Whose house am I in? And then I see pictures of me as a child. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I, I pass out at a super fan's house. Uh <laughs> My dad walked in. He goes, what are you doing? I go, what the fuck are you doing here? He's like, oh, this is a new house. I was like, motherfucker. Oh my god! And I told you the one about the shirt. I told you the shirt story, right? No. Where I, you know, I bought a shirt of this black dude on a t-shirt, and I thought it was Penny Hardaway at first. And <laughs> I thought it was Penny Hardaway. Yeah. And then I got it. I was like, that's not Penny Hardaway. And then, but anyways, I wore it, and it was a. Uh, it was like published uh, online for something. And it turns out it was to, it was a shirt to honor a guy who loved this shirt company, and and he he was dead, and his family contacted me, and they were like, "We saw you wearing the shirt. You know, we really appreciate it." And I was like, "Oh yeah, of course, it's a cool shirt. Thanks, cool man. shirt." <laughs> and then I go to do a show, and like thirty of them show up in the shirt. Right, and I was like, and then the the oh club, God. the club is like, hey, they're here, and I'm like, who's here? And they're like, the shirt people, and I was like, oh my God, what what am I supposed to do? And they were like, I don't know, like, they're here for you. They said that like, they're oh, so what excited. A great way to sell tickets. And I, <laughs> you Google Cleveland, Ohio, uh, and then you type in memorial services, dude. You get that shirt, dude. They so after the show, they're like the staff's like they they want to meet you and take a picture with you and i go yeah of course and we all get together <laughs> no yeah you just love this picture it's somewhere and i was like you know hey thanks for coming and they go yeah you know we really appreciate it and they're like so like um what did he mean to you and i was like i don't know he's one of the best so much one of the best power forwards <laughs> i was like he was so cool and they and they like were waiting for like more of a story. Oh my god! And I was just like, I just, I thought he was a different black guy. <laughs> I, I thought this was. I thought I was talking to any. Yeah. I was talking to his roommate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you tell that story? Nope. <laughs> tell it. No. Tell it. No. So Eni is an African American <laughs> that works at, at at this studio, and uh, and as as luck would have it, his roommate's also an African American. Uh -huh. uh, and uh, and I saw Eni. Usually, he's the only black guy here. So I see Eni. I, I ended up commenting on his and his hair that he looked like he lost weight or whatever. And then I go out to the lobby, and Zolo's talking to his roommate. Yeah, Ash. Who, Ash, who I think is any and i'm on my phone and I, and they're talking about austin and like where to live and like what the place is in austin and i'm just commenting in the story talking to any as if he's doing and then i look up and i was like what the fuck <laughs> and then i was like where 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 did you guys get another one from like what the <laughs> fuck i was like yeah two in here you gotta fucking put a bell on one of them i gotta keep them keep track of which one's which does that sound bad I mean it that way, you know. Anyway, I was like, I was like, I, I did the whole time, and then I, and then, and then I, who did I tell? 
Who did I tell privately? I was like, I thought that was any. Was it Zola? I was like, I thought that was any the whole time. But you told it? me. Oh, yeah, I told you. Yeah. I told you. I was looking at my phone. So I wasn't like staring at him. I was looking at my no, phone. No, we walked outside. And you're like, I was talking to that guy the whole time. I thought it was any. Yeah. And then I told them last night. I told oh, okay. any and, and uh, Ash last night. I think I did. I don't know. Did you drink it last night? I didn't drink. I'm not drinking. I may quit forever. It's weird. Life sober kind of sucks. Really? But yeah. Someone tells you a story and you just go, cool, man. Not what about the best story I've ever heard. Edibles? Yeah. Weed? No. You smoke it? No, I didn't. I'm not doing anything. No, I'm saying, will you smoke weed? Maybe. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to see how long I can stay off booze. I'm going to be eating pills for a pretty heavy period of time. How Are you going to tell them you're in major pain? Oh, my God. Who ever doesn't say they're in major pain? Yeah. Like, I remember when you they were like, what's your pain at? And you're like, uh, nine. And I go, there's a 10 on there. Why wouldn't you just say 10? I know. Like, why didn't everyone say 10? I know. It's 10. It's 10. It's always 10. Um, you know what you should do? What? Like, when you get out, be like, ah. Oh. I'm I'm in so much pain. I, I heard there's this thing. Is it called dial? dial and they'll be like, "You're in that much pain." And be like, "Mm-hmm." I mean, when they come in, I'm like, "I just tried to get up and I fell on my arm." And they're like, "What?" I'm like, "I'm gonna need more, dude." Yeah. The things they ask you in surgery, yeah, like if you're about to have surgery, you know. Here's the problem: is I could answer yes to any of them, kind of. You're gonna lie about the pre-op stuff? No, but no, but like you go, you like. Uh, have you ever had any problems with anesthesia? Nausea, vomiting, dizziness, headaches, low blood pressure. I've never had anesthesia, right? Right. Do you have any blood relatives that have had problems with anesthesia? And you're like, I don't fucking know. Well, that's a no. That's fine. Okay. Any post-operative complications? I don't know. I've never done any of this. Yeah, you're fine. You get, you get through so the far. first chunk, and then it's like high blood pressure, heart disease, angina, yes. murmurs. I've had high blood pressure. You're telling like, them yes. And then they go, if you say yes to any of these, you can't go into surgery. Well, you're going to say yes to high blood pressure. I did, but my blood pressure is okay right now. You... You suffer from high blood pressure. I take medication. Which you should tell them that. I, 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 I kind of did. And then, and then I did, I did, I did, I okay. did. Asthma. Like these are the ones, asthma, sleep apnea. I don't know. I'm asleep Say when yes. it happens. Say yes. Say yes to sleep apnea? Yeah. Because they'll, they'll, the, the anesthesiologist is going to ask you anyways before you go under. And you should definitely tell the truth. So I don't, I think I, I might, oh, let me just call her and tell her. Hey, it's Lucy. How you doing? Hey, it's Bert again. Hey, uh, just so you know, I, I don't know if I have sleep apnea, but I probably do. do. I snore really bad. <laughs> oh, man, you're killing me. Okay, well, let's uh, say no since you haven't been diagnosed with this. Okay. Okay. Um, but, okay, so because of your hypertension, you are going to need the full medical clearance like I was telling you. Yeah. I called both of your doctor's offices and your cardiologist is out of the country, which I don't know if you knew that or not. I did not. No worries, but his nurse practitioner is available to see you today. See me today? Yeah, see you today. I... You're going to need to. Oh, wait. To clear you for surgery. All right, let me call you back, Lucy. I'll call you back in like yeah. uh, in like 30 minutes, okay? Cool. All right, bye-bye. I have a fucking insanely swamped day now. This is the fucking longest day of my fucking life. They've got to clear me for surgery. This, yeah. Dude, this sucks so fucking much. Yeah. I mean, it's like, what? how bad do I need a left arm? That's, I mean, you start saying that to yourself. How the, fuck, how the fuck does anyone? How the fuck does anyone do this? Like, at, like a regular person, like a regular person. How do you get cleared for surgery? The same way you're going to get cleared. You just answer the questions, and then they tell you what you need to get cleared on. And I get white coat syndrome. So like that? when they take your blood pressure, I get nervous, and it goes up. Oh, uh, I'm not getting surgery tomorrow. You don't think so? I bet I'm not. You think your blood pressure will be too high for it? I'm certain I'm going to go in and be nervous as fuck. And I've had Tell fucking 
nine cups of Black Rifle Coffee Company. She's like, you're gonna need to see them today to get cleared. Shut the fuck up. I got this. I got two meetings. I got. I got to cancel the meetings. I got to just fuck. Yeah, the meetings, the meetings can be yeah. can be. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, that's so just cancel the meetings. Easy. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Dak Shepard. You ready? Yeah. Okay. This is what gets me into a dark place. Is thinking about this surgery. Really? Yeah, a hundred percent. That's why we went so dark at the end of last week's podcast. It's because I got this fucking looming goddamn surgery where I think I go. I go. <clears throat> All right. Here's the story. So. Okay. So we talked about Dax a long time on the podcast. I don't even remember what we said, but the people at Dax's podcast sent me an armchair expert shirt as a joke, and I thought it was funny. I wore it. Is it a joke? It's like they just sent me a, a shirt. Okay. Like, yeah, like here's a shirt. Yeah. I, I don't know. You guys were talking about it. I don't know what we said about the podcast. I don't really remember. I, but I'm certain, you know, it was whatever we thought was funny at the time. Right. Hopefully they found it funny at the time. Um, but I've always had this thing, so I follow him on Instagram. I follow him on uh, on. I follow his wife on Instagram, and I, you know, I get a kick out of him. I, I listen to his podcast. His podcast where he relapsed was pretty fucking fascinating. Yeah, <clears throat> it was really fascinating. So, that's where he like came clean that he'd been using. Yeah, it's pretty wild. It's crazy. Yeah. So, we're doing construction on our house, and uh, and one of our vendors, I won't say, Dax will know exactly what I'm saying, but one of our vendors, for some reason. Like we're one of their their project isn't coming in at time when it should be already done, and he says to Leanne, who has never heard of Dax Shepard in her life, right? He says to Leanne, as if this will calm her down. She's really upset, and he goes, "Well, you know, we we're doing Dax Shepard's house," and she goes, "Who the fuck is Dax Shepard?" <laughs> and he goes, "You don't know who Dax Shepard is," and I go, "And now I'm following Dax Shepard on Instagram, and yeah. so I know that he's on vacation with his wife." Yeah. And so it makes sense. I go, oh, his, I guarantee you they were like, hey, we're going on vacation. Do this while we're out of town. Right. And then so when we come back, it's done. and We don't have to have fucking construction in our house. Yeah. And so he's saying that. And I go, oh, cool. And Leanna goes, what are you going to side with him for? And I go, well, he's doing Dak Shepard's house. And she goes, and in my head, I'm going, well, that means we got a good vendor. Yeah. If, you know, like, yeah. And Leanne doesn't know. And she goes, fuck Dak Shepard. Like, just goes on this rant of like, and I'm just sitting there giggling so hard. And I recorded all of it. I put it. I was going to put it on Instagram and tag Leanne and tag Dax Shepard and tag Kristen Bell, but Leanne made me take it down. Why? Because she found out who Dax Shepard was. She was like, "Why?" Well, like, you Kristen. still have it now? No, I fucking you deleted, deleted it. it? I, I recorded it on Insta Stories, and then she made me delete it. Oh, but I, she was like, she was like, and then I had to listen to her realize that Kristen Bell, who Leanne and the girls think is like a, a fucking goddess, right? They love Kristen Bell. I had to listen to them try to figure out how Kristen Bell would have ever found Dax Shepard. They were like, "How? Wait, where did those two meet?" She was like, "He was on Punk, right?" And I was like, "He's done the other stuff since." Yeah. She's. I was like, "He's got like one of the biggest podcasts in the world." She's like, "He has a podcast," and I was yeah. like, "Yeah." And we're not gonna fucking start a war with Dax Shepard over a fucking whatever the fuck it is. She was like, "I don't, I don't know." It was, but it was such a funny considering she never heard of him. Really, she never heard of Dax Shepard. Hmm. I mean, it's like. Yeah, I guess. All right, I if get you're it. a fucking fifty year old woman, how the fuck are you gonna hear about You love jabbing that she's fifty. She's fifty one. Okay. By this time this podcast comes out? Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. does she turn fifty one? August twentieth. You get her something cool? No. Well, I mean I still have time. What are you gonna get her? Um No, I don't know. Nothing. I might be dead. True. Yeah. It'd be cool to get a, a gift from a dead guy. What if you ship it? 
Like order something today. Well, I should write a letter, put it in the mail. There you go. And be like, hey, if you're reading this, I'm dead. Don't ever fuck anyone else. <laughs> Don't ever fuck anyone. We got to get out of the darkness. See, this pulls me into the darkness. When I think about this, I start going, I have a, such a, I have a, such a, what a, just no writer a thing. Like, I want you to be happy. I want, no, to... I don't want her to. I want her to be happy. Not now. I want to be happy in like two years. Get, take some time to well, mourn write me. that mourn my death. But then I want you to celebrate and live life. Like every day is your last and stop. Let's, uh, this is going to pull me into darkness. Let's go. Let's, let's go to go towards the light and talk about what tattoos we're going to get. Tattoos to cover up our scars. What's tattoos? Tattoos. Tattoos. That's how you say it. Tattoos. What tattoos are we going to get to cover up our scars? I have three, so it's going to be pretty fucking big. Ooh, sixes. Six, six, six. Pretty cool idea. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And then be like, it was to cover up a scar. <laughs> um, Bullets, knives, like like a uh, boss rootin. Conspira- Not boss rootin. Conspiracy uh, theories. Yeah. yeah, like one will be like we didn't land on the moon. Yeah, the other one's like don't get vaccinated. <laughs> <You know? laughs> don't get vaccinated. <laughs> vaccinated. I got people. I got these from vaccines. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. 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 You should tell people you got that from vaccines. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Dore's going through like legit. Uh, can I tell you what's Neck crazy? Pain? Yeah. Yeah, I heard that. He Jimmy Dore was on Rogan. He was talking about his vaccine side effects. Did you get side effects? Can I tell you? I am not the person that's aware of side effects. You don't know what a side effect is. I would never pick out a side effect. When you're a big drinker, you have so many side effects on a daily basis that you just go, well, I guess that's because I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> like, you never go like, yeah, my neck hurts. I wonder if that's from the vaccine. Yeah. You're like, I just slept wrong. And then you're like, I keep sleeping wrong. And then, by the way, my neck has been hurting, but I don't, I don't know if it's from sleeping wrong. <laughs> I don't know. I, I wonder, can I tell you what? I've been dizzy lately. Like dizzy, like when I lay my head down on the pillow, it takes a second for my head to go. But has it been cloudy outside? Dude, that's what I'm fucking talking about. Yeah. Can I tell you? They were like. And windy. We have, we have a sponsor who uh, I think is it's deep, deep, deep sleep, deep cream, deep cream, deep, <laughs> deep, steep. Anyway, <clears throat> one of the things they put in there is magnesium. One of the biggest things in Serbia is magnesium powder. They're like. You need magnesium powder. Magnesium. Magnesium. Hmm. Dude, what if I have fucking sleep apnea? Motherfucker. Do you have sleep apnea? Well, I think tech, like I've never been diagnosed. Yeah. And I don't sleep with, I, but I sleep with a mouth guard. So uh, like if I get asked like for anesthesia, anesthesiologist asked me, I'll be like, yeah, I sleep with a mouth guard. And you so know? what do they do? Uh, they just know that. And they know that like, well, since you have a propensity to like ah, sleep like that, that if you're unconscious, with anesthesia, maybe they need to use something to uh, prop your throat open so that you don't die. This is fucking... By the way, I was totally cool until this. I was totally cool with this fucking procedure. I'm postponing it. I'm just going to postpone it. Really? I'm fucking... I don't want to do it. Like, need- what the fuck? But I, 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 like, there's got to be... I keep going. There's got to be people... I watch my 600-pound life. Yeah. There's people on my 600-pound life that get anesthesia. You're fine, dude. You're going to be fine. I'm telling you... It's the best. Just go in. Unless into it, you man. fucking die. You're not going to die, dude. You're going to be fine. It's just her going, oh, you're killing me. And I'm like, yeah. no, let's not use you're those fine. words. You're not going to die. There's <clears throat> only like a one in six chance you'd die. It's one in 200. I did one the math. One in 200. Pull up odds of getting struck by lightning. I want to find out all the odds I have. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This. Oh, this is great. Yeah. Odds of dying crazy deaths. Okay. Okay, it's not 
God damn. Wow, that's that's pretty high. That's higher than I thought. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a What's lot your, higher. What are the odds of you dying under anesthesia? By the way, can I tell you, I always think I'm about to be stuck. One in 200. It's one in 200. That's it? Yeah. I know. When you look at the lightning. No. One in four? One to four deaths per 10,000. Hey, those are great odds, man. It's, it's less than lightning. And by the way, I'm terrified of lightning. <laughs> I am terrified of lightning. Really? Like if you told me that anesthesia was like lightning, I'd be like, fuck that room. No. Fuck that room. Scroll down. See if there's any more on that. All right, click that first one. Oh, oh it's, it's, it's more than, it's 100,000. I thought it was 200. Yeah, and you're not going to, like <clears throat> brain damage as a result is so rare that the risk has not even put it into numbers. So you're definitely not going to okay. have brain damage. Okay. The risk of dying during anesthetic is extremely small. For a healthy person... Having planned surgery, that's kind of me, around one person may die from every 100,000 general anesthetics given. All right, do shark attacks now. These are things I'm afraid of. Okay. So I'm going to know if I should be afraid of this. Yeah. Is it one? In... Oh, my God. So wait, hold on. This is making anesthesia that much scarier. Right. It's one in 3.7 million? Yeah. That is like... But the, are they what are okay? What are, what are the what do you have the highest odds of dying from? You know it's gotta I mean? be a car crash. Odds right. of dying in a car crash. Yeah. Go to odds of dying chart. Oh, one, one in one hundred seven. Those are high odds, especially if you drive like an asshole. Accidental poisoning to I've almost done that to my family. I've almost I almost poisoned my family. Did I ever tell you about that? No. I put Liango's was when we were doing renovations. She goes, hey, you got to go out and get the, we were cooking on a, on a camping sterno yeah. thing. Yeah. Go out and get the camping thing and leak the propane. Don't, don't get off this chart. <clears throat> and I said, okay. So I went out and I got it and I brought it in the house and I turned it on to bleed out the, the line. And it just kept going and going and going and going. And she goes, hey, did you turn off the propane? And I was like, no. She goes, you're just leaking propane into the house? And I was like, I guess. She was like, motherfucker, open a window. And I was like, okay. So I turned off the propane. I've already leaked out a whole canister of propane in our house. And I'm like, and then she just goes to sleep. I'm like, great, she's dead. Like, she just died. Yeah. And then I shut my daughter's doors because I was like, I don't want them to die. Like, yeah. Leanne and I are living in the living room. The girls are in George's room. I shut their door. And then I was like, and I opened the windows, but I was like, fuck, man, what do I do? Because, and then I read about propane. Propane falls to the ground. That's so it's so my girls are both in bunk beds. They're good. Yeah. Leanne and I are on a bed. We're close to the ground. We're not good, but we're not as bad as who I moved to the ground. The cat. I was like, we'll put the cat on the ground. If, I, if the cat dies, then I know we need to get the fuck out of the house. Right. It's my canary in the mine. So I put in the cat on the ground. I wait like I wait like fucking 20 minutes and the cat's still fucking moving around. I was like, all right, we're good. And I passed out. Okay. Yeah. Pretty good. Right. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, what are the like? Go to the hit the, the maybe the statistics thing. Does that have better? It's got to be things that have high odds, right? Okay, can you scroll in on that? Heart disease. Well, it's not like a one in thing, but these are all like they're all medical things. Hmm. Is there yeah, any, get a, off more, this shit? More That's how everyone's chart? gonna die. Wait, what's Alzheimer's? What are the odds of dying each day? 30-year-old man has one in 260,000 chance. 
30 year old woman has one in 583,000 chance. A 55 year old man has a one in 46,000 chance of dying. Yeah, but put year. in, put in, how, what are the odds of being a 30 year old white man? It's a guarantee those are different. Sure. I guarantee you, there's, I guarantee you, there's, it's called privilege. It's one of the things that we've been learning over the past year. Yeah. It's uh, you, odds of. Okay. What was the phrase that you wanted? Odds uh, of dying as a. But th- no, type this in. Type this in. Highest odds of dying. Just type that in. Yeah. There you go. A pre- all preventable causes of death. One in twenty-four. Chronic hit, low. Hit, hit the more rows. Suicide. One in eighty-eight. Damn. Wait. I can be. I can. I have. Those are fucking high odds. Is this it here? Heart disease. What? One, one in six? seven? Oh, this is so this is lifetime odds. Oh. These are lifetime odds. Okay. Opioid overdose. Suicide's one in eighty eight. So you're telling me you're there's more, more of likely. a chance I'll kill myself than I'll die tomorrow. Yeah. How um, is that even possible? I don't know. You get bad reviews on the movie. Oh, die die from falling. And die from falling. Die from falling. That's you. Yeah. Motor vehicle crash. One in one in one oh seven is astonishing uh pedestrian incident what do you even know what that means one in five forty hitting getting hit by a car a bicyclist um, bikes there you go sunstroke one in 84 electrocution radiation extreme temperatures and pressure sharp objects one in twenty nine thousand three thirty four. that's kind these of- are all really fucking achievable dog attack but look at lightning. that light that lightning one's much higher than the other statistic we saw yeah um, well, I think I bet I here's the thing is that there's a huge uh, swath of the population that has no risk of dying from lightning. And then you go to Florida and you're like, all those people's odds are way higher. You know than- that um, my trainer, it, like my my the athletic trainer at my high school who taped my ankles up, you know, football yeah. practice and in games. She eventually after I graduated high school, went to college, she became the athletic director of my high school. She died. She got struck by lightning. For real? On our field. Yeah. On She died, got struck by lightning on your field? Yeah, she was walking and it got hit and died. I almost got struck by lightning once. By the way, this is going to sound like a make-believe story. It's going to sound, and by the way, my recollection, it. my recollection, I watched this, I watched this podcast on memories. I'm like, uh, or it was on Netflix. It was about memories, mm-hmm. about how people create their own memories. And yeah. <clears throat> was it was said. it called the Burt Kreischer story? I was jogging. I, every time you jog in Clearwater, I, I run out to the end of the uh, end of the island and then back to the island, all the way out to Caladesi and back. And sometimes you'll run to Caladesi and it'll be all bright skies forward. And when you turn around to run backwards, it's a fun thunderstorm has cro- crept up on your ass. And it is a terrifying sprint to try to beat a thunderstorm. So like you run all the way out and a thunderstorm's coming this way and you got to turn around and run and beat that thunderstorm to your house. Right. And I have run fast fucking miles. It's a four mile run all the way up to Caladesi and then two miles back or four, two there, two back. Right. One time I'm running and it is thundering and lightning like crazy and it's not raining yet. It's that weird feeling in the air where you can smell it and you're like okay it's gonna be a big storm there's gonna be a big storm and someone's getting struck by lightning and a dude is walking this way the um the path to get to our house is like right here dude's walking this way i'm sprinting i'm listening to outcast on my headset 
and a bolt of lightning hits in between us and fucking pops up and the guy and I freeze and we're like, holy fucking shit. And I sprinted around the house. I go, oh my gosh, my lightning. Oh my gosh, my lightning. And my fucking whole family's like, bullshit. And I was like, I just, and then I started not believing myself. I was like, did I just make that up? Yeah. Like, I swear to God, a bolt of lightning, not a big one, little one, like a little, like a medium bolt, like almost like a, did it like leave a mark on the ground. It was in the sand. So it just, yeah. I swear to God, this is not a make, I wish I could, I should have said to that guy, hey man, can I get your numbers so I can, when I tell this story in seven years from now to my buddy, you can be there to back me up. I wish you would have gotten that number. God. Now, speaking of phone numbers, you told me that you got a unexpected phone call while you, when you were in Serbia. Okay. Right? Yes. And it's from somebody who we can't name. Can't name. But, but what is the, because I actually don't know about the phone call. Oh. I, you didn't tell me. You just said, hey. I texted you and you told said, you. Yeah. You said, wait till you hear about this phone call I got. Yeah, so I got a phone call from a guy who's a. Yeah, a legit, notable person. Very legit yeah. uh, Sure, you don't, you don't have to go to any yeah. more descriptions. And uh, it's, it's, it's 6 a.m. I want to say it's, maybe it's 10 a.m. Serbia time, 11 a.m. Because it was my day off. And we had gone out that night and partied hard as fuck. And I got way too wasted. And I fucking got, was way in my head. I woke up the next morning and I was like, I'm fuck, what am I doing? What am I doing? It's my day off, right? So I obviously I'd worked all week. So I, I really ramped it up that night and I just went overboard. And I was like, I didn't pace myself. I fucking, yeah. I'm, I'm laying in bed. I feel like shit. I need to run. If I go for a jog, I'll feel better. But I'm not, I don't have the energy to even go for a jog. I'm just like, ugh. I was like, I just want to go back to bed, but I can't. And I'm like, all right, man, maybe this is rock bottom. Maybe this is where you go, fuck it. I'm done drinking. I'm done drinking for this movie. I'm off. Like, uh, let's, let's fucking clean our lives up. We, we, what are we living for? As I'm thinking these thoughts, my phone rings and I pick it up. I don't recognize the numbers. It's like a 310 number. And I go, hello. And he's like, is this Bert? And I said, it is. He goes, do you hate me? And I go, no. I go, who is this? And he says, his yeah, name. Yeah. And I go, oh, wait, man, what, what are you doing? And he was like, do you, do you hate me? And I said, no. And then he starts crying and he goes, do you respect me? And I said, yeah. And he goes, do you think I'm funny? And I was like, yeah, I think you're really funny. He's like, am I talented? And I was like, I think you're one of the most talented people I've ever seen do comedy in my life. And he's like, uh, he's like, um, would you, he goes, would you work with me? And I said, I, I would. And he goes, thank you, man. Still crying. Thank you. Thank you. All right. And just hung up. And this is someone you, you haven't spoken to this person before? Ever? I have. I have. I haven't partied with this person ever, but I've hung out with this person. Why do you think that they... Um... Well, the best part of the story is that I was like, fuck this. I don't have a drinking problem at all. Oh, right. I was like, I'm fucking good. You I'm... have partied with them? I have not partied. I, I may have once or twice, but but not like not like was just at a party and oh, right, they've been okay. there. Okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> like a, like a like a rap party for a TV show. But this was a, obviously like you haven't talked to this person at all. And by the way, I'm not even certain this person knew. I, I wasn't even certain this person knew who I was. Like I know who this person is, and I remember meeting this person a number of times, and I was and going like, oh, this is someone I, I would say I like. I'm not saying I'm friends with them. I would never say I'm friends with them, but I definitely wouldn't expect. I don't have his phone number. I definitely didn't expect him to have my phone number. And I definitely did not expect this phone call. And it caught me so off guard. I texted you immediately and was like, I just got the weirdest phone call from dot, dot, dot. And 
and but immediately I was like, all right, as long as I'm not calling people at fucking four in the morning, crying and being like, do you respect me? Then I'm good. Jesus Christ. I know, I know. It's like, you know what's crazy is like, it's you always, especially as a big drinker, I get bummed out when people tell me they're sober. Like when people go like, oh, I'm sober, I always go, ah, like, ah. Same way I like, like, this sounds crazy, but like, I like, uh, I shouldn't say that. But like, I feel like that, like, like I go, and by the way, I, I don't care if you drink. Like, like, I don't care if you drink. Like we go out all the time and like, or not all the time, but we'll hang out and you don't drink. And I, it doesn't, I care if I drink. Like right. that's what matters to me. And or I'll have like a drink. A drink. And I go, cool, man. I'm, I'm going to drink. Yeah. It doesn't bother me if you do or don't drink. But certain people, when they don't, like when it's sad, it breaks my heart when you see people that like can't, really can't handle it. Like really, really can't handle it. Yeah. And they just. They're addicts. And you're like, how can, can't you just stop that right there? No. Like, and, and then it's just like it blows my mind because i go you have stuff to do like i remember watching someone uh drink it blew my mind such a talented comic we work together and uh and in the middle of the afternoon we go to get lunch and then we find this cigar bar and, and i go let's go have a cigar we'll have a cigar and a drink like a drink right like a, it's nice to have a whiskey with a cigar sure. if you slow roll it so we have a whiskey with a cigar, and then he like orders another mid cigar, and I'm like, that's that's fine. Yeah, you know, I didn't get one, but I was like, that's just me. This is on the road. This is on the road. And then he like gets a beer, and I was like, I'll have a beer with him, and and then I go home and I go back to my hotel and go to bed because we have two shows that night, and I show up at the club and they're like, have you seen dot dot dot? And I go, no. And they're like, well, he's not answering his phone. I go, well, last I checked, he was having like a beer, and then all of a sudden. He's gone for the weekend, and I never see him again. What? And I'm like, somebody I know. What the fuck? No, you don't. There's someone you know that I, I. I mean, I've had it happen to other people that you know. Where we, I want one of my really good friends. Well, I remember we went to we went to a baseball game. He'll know who I'm talking about him, and we've talked about this. We're good with it. We're good about it. We went to a baseball game, and we got ended up getting fucking lit. Right? We have two shows that night, but we get lit. So it's a one o'clock baseball game. Go home, take a nap, power through, get through two shows. Yeah, right? Yeah. And uh, we get to the first show, and they're like, where the fuck's dot, dot, dot? And I go, oh, fuck. And they're like, he's not answering his phone. He said, we didn't see him for like, and then he called, and it came in the next day. He's like, I fucked up. And I was like, yeah, but you can, like, I, I don't understand. I can't wrap my hand around how you'd fuck up. I'd never let alcohol get in the way of Right, getting that. the work done. Getting or, the work yeah. done. Like, you got to get your work done first. That's the number one. And if you can't get your work done first, then you don't get to drink. That yeah. You don't get to drink. Yeah. you got to get shit done. I'm always blown away by that. you got to tell me who these people are. I'll tell you. The first uh, and the second. The, by the way, the first guy was so funny. He told me a joke that I said, if you tell me about that city, the first thing I think about is that joke because it was such a good joke. Such a good joke. And I was like, I was like, man, this guy's, got, this guy's really talented, especially like in, like in a very like lovable working class kind of way. And the second guy I've known, I've known for a very long time. And, Does uh, he still do stand-up? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think he's. I think he. I, I'm almost certain he still does it. I, I don't know what he's up to. I actually got a text from him yesterday, oddly enough. Really? Yeah. He's had some issues on, on and off the court, you know. Okay, okay. But uh, but yeah, I'm always blown away. Like, does that happen with weed? Do you think are there people that lose their life to weed? Yeah, there. I mean, there are. There are people that like are so consumed with, like it. What it does is, I think, with people who I've been around who go like, who wake up 
and and can't like there are people who can smoke all day and that's how they operate but i'm saying the people who it adversely affects i've seen people who it it like deadens their personality so that they're numb to everything and i know somebody like that who you know you can't call him i don't call him a, a weed addict but it was somebody who he then stopped and he's a completely different person like he's he seems like he's alive he was he was basically trying to make himself numb and it worked he was numb but he didn't seem like didn't seem like anything was going on he didn't react to like anything and that's what he did he would just get like super high all day and if you were like let's do anything he'd have to get like you know smoke a whole joint and just be like like fucking ripped to do it and you're like well you know I get it for like, like it's after the show yeah. or like, you know, we're going to see a movie you want to get. But if you, if he was waking up, he was waking up and it was like from, from when you wake up till you go to bed, this dude was just like ripped. You see, know? I love, like, I love like a good two beer buzz, right? Mm -hmm. I think it's like the, one of the funnest things in the world and it's cool. It is fun, especially when you're on the road to like. Let it not not if you do it on purpose you but like it really fucks you up like if you're the guy that's like I need a beer with lunch because I'm I had a rough night last night that I've seen that destroy people I've seen that I'll say their names legit destroy people but to be caught off guard and be like you go out to lunch and then all of a sudden the waitress comes up and she's like hey the bartender's a fan we got you a flight of beers and then you and your opener is like ah oh, fuck it let's kill some beers right yeah get a little bit of a like a two beer four beer buzz and then go back take a nap See, I, shows I can't do that. I, I have a hard time doing it, oddly enough. I have a hard time doing it if I'm working because it, 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 it changes everything for my evening. I just don't like, I don't like knowing that like if I'm going to drink during the day, knowing that I have to work that night, it just does something to me psychologically where I'm like, how am I going to feel now? Do, am oh, I, yeah. I going to have to, am I going to want a nap and will I be able to catch that nap? Or am I going to feel like groggy? Oh, I can catch the nap quick as fuck. Really? Oh, it's one of my favorite naps. One of my favorite ones was drinking on radio. A moment ago, you are like, I have a tough time doing it, man. No. Uh, no. <laughs> I, I've, no I've, by the way, I used to do it so much on when I, when I was doing the road. I used to do it so much on Thursday, Friday, where I'd go in, uh, do radio, drink on radio, and be chaos to sell tickets throughout the week that I could shut it down. At, I, there were times I didn't shut it down where I'd just go to like fucking four mm. and then just pass out at four, wake up at eight, go to the show. And, and, and it was some of the funnest shows I've ever had because then you just power through and you keep drinking through the night. Yeah. You know, not on the first show, but on the second show. But, uh, but man, drinking on radio, I've had some of the funnest fucking times where it's just absolute. I remember drinking on Cowhead one time and Andrew WK was there. And I was like, oh, we are getting fucked up and then he was like oh i'm not drinking i was like what and he was like i don't drink during the day and i was like huh. it was like it was like finding out that that jesus was just a good magician yeah i was like you don't drink he's like no it's like it's like a brand i don't know like a, i'm not drinking i was like you're andrew wk yeah like you're the party animal and he was like yeah and i have my shit together i gotta work and i was like yeah i have my shit together too and that's kind of the magic trick is yeah. that i party and i get my shit done like yeah, yeah. you got to be able to do it and i he i had one beer with me I'm like barely finished it. And I was like, oh. So you used to get you used to get ripped at morning radio though, right? Oh, fucking annihilated. Annihilated. And what, whiskey, right? Whatever they had. Whatever that was the fun part of it. it. Was like, "Hey, what do you got?" You know the one that the one that made me that would do it was the funnest. The funnest was like, "What do you guys have to drink?" And they were like, "Huh?" 
I'm like, what do you have to drink? Let's have a cocktail. And this is like 6.30 in the morning or? 6.30, 7, 7 o'clock. If you found it, what you'd do is you'd find a good radio station. You go into radio, do like, do like whatever you had to do, the AMs, the talks, the sports. And then they'd take you to the rock station, like the, you know. The big one. The Back in the day, it was like the regular guys or Cowhead yeah. or Elliot in the morning, Preston and Steve. Dude, I used to drink on Preston and Steve and make and have so much fucking fun that I remember, and they'd be like, uh, we got M. Night Shyamalan coming in. You want to stay, Bert? I'd be like, uh, you got more beers? We got Courtney Love coming in. I'm like, you want to stay? I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And I would be obliterated and say whatever I wanted. It was like having a full fucking pass because everything was funny because you're wasted. Yeah. And, you're, and, then, and then they were like, he's been drinking since six. And then Courtney Love would be like, keep going. I have a picture. Type in Bert and Courtney Love. I think we got wasted together. Unreal. We got images. We got. Uh, <laughs> we had such a fun fucking time that morning. I think we did get wasted together. And uh, you look good there. Uh, yeah. Type in Burton M Night Shyamalan. That's the that's the rough picture. Really? Uh, you yeah. That's look at take the fur the furthest one is uh, I'm in a speedo. Oof, you don't look so good there. I'm in a speedo. And I am just dissecting his movies to him. How do you like Obliterated. that? Do you Obliterated. Obliterated. Like he asked me to perform one of his benefits. He did? Yeah, he was like, he was like, I fucking by the way, I'm in a fucking jean short speedo at this. I've had some He looks fucking, happy though. He looks like he's Yeah, like, we had a good time. We had a good time. That's not you. He's a really cool guy. Yeah. Um, but that was like the funnest. Is that Is that Bert? Yeah, that's me. That's you right there? Same yeah, same same thing. Hmm. I had a big beard at the time. Even look like you. Um, I went. I went in. DJ Laz out of Miami was yeah. like the fucking funnest. Is that like you'd go into him and he always have cocktails and he, and he was a he's a like a legit DJ. So part of the show was like music and playing like like that's the same day. Click this. Uh, visit this. You look huge there. I I'm probably the same size I am today. Oh, I mean you look good. Just keep screw. Keep. I don't even know what I was drinking there. Oh, uh, these are. By the way, these are eight, nine times I drank on President Steve. <laughs> Keep going down. These are nine times I drank on President Steve. There's an article about this? Keep. They're not loading. You're shirtless there. Who's on my shirtless with? I don't remember any of these. And that, you were going in the next week. You were in Philly the next week, and I left those beer, those bottles, those whiskey bottles for you. Thanks, buddy. Oof. Yeah. I wish this was loading. I'd love to see these. Dude, it was the funnest. Maybe do it in another browser, you know? Like, oh, the Cardboard Classic was a rough one. We got wasted for that. That was right before COVID. And everyone was like, oh, puh, puh, spit in their hand, touch you. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the next thing you know, um, DJ Laz was, uh, is a DJ out of Miami, right? And uh -huh. he had a fucking great show. If you did DJ Laz well, you could sell tickets. What's that? Who's that? Who is that? Would it, can you what make it a little say? bigger? I invited Kathy to sniff me. Okay. I'm a good sniffer. Keep going. Uh, one of them's going to be, I can tell you the number one is probably is Cinco de Mayo. It's 2013 right there, bro. 2013. Keep going. You and Courtney. You and Courtney. Most memorable. That's my most memorable. That is with uh, memes. I don't remember that. I keep going, keep going. That's 
Oh yeah. M- yeah, that's M Night Shyamalan's. That's when I met Knight. Got you. Uh yeah, that's Knight. Yeah. Keep going. He's like, this guy's crazy. A uh, cardboard classic was we pulled in, we were on tour in like the Poughkeepsie or something. And oh, we, it's last year. Yes, yeah, last year, and we we pulled in, started drinking, did a radio interview, and then went and, and rode a cardboard down a hill, a snow. Wow. Yeah, that was fucking great. That was us. Yeah, that was a fun one. That looks fun. Yeah, keep yeah. going. That's that same day. <laughs> Almost got pneumonia there. Uh, that was with. Oh, that was with Rob McElnerney uh-huh. from uh, It's Always Sunny. Right. He ended up drinking with me. We were, it, was the, it was the Eagles were having their Super Bowl parade. Oh. And, uh, and I, I don't know why I was in town, but I was in town. They're like, hey, you want to come in and do radio? And I was like, yeah. They're like, Rob McElnerney's coming in. And I was like, oh, I love that dude, right? Yeah. And like, he's, hard, he's a big Preston and Steve fan, but he's also a big uh, Philly uh, Eagles guy. Yeah. And so we ended up drinking beers, watching the parade. And then I went down to the parade. I had to catch a flight. And this guy goes... Uh, this guy goes, I'm trying to get across, and they cross the streets off. And this dude sees me, and he's like, Bert. I go, what? And he goes, you trying to make it to flight? Because he had heard me on President Steve. I go, yeah. And he goes, not getting across the street, brother. And I said, what do I do? And he goes, kill a beer with me, and I'll show you. And I was like, it was like an adventure. So he cracked a beer, and he takes me underground and gets me under the street. I was like, oh, and he goes, kill another beer with me. I was like, fuck yeah. All right, keep going. Let's see. That was us at the... That was us at the what at the number one has got to be Kathy's quinceanera. Oh, that was a fucking fun one. What that you, was Kathy. What uh, drinking there? Is Tito's and soda. This is so. This was for a call and sick to work day. Uh huh. So this was Cinco de Mayo. In called Philly. the machine. And he promptly replied, "Fuck yeah!" And the rest is history. Okay. And we threw a quinceanera because it was Cinco de Mayo. Uh-huh. They threw a quinceanera for Kathy. Okay. And I scroll down. I played more. her. Her father-in-law by the way i'm certain we'd probably be canceled for all of this these days um we played we brought in a marachi band was she turning 15 she was no she was older than 15 but she had never had a she had never had any kind of debutante or anything oh i got you so single de mayo they threw a quinceanera and i played uh the part of her father gotcha and so i dressed in my guayaveda and my red pants and then i went straight to the club and did a wasted did a call and sick to work show and had a fucking but philly's been a good home to me man philly's awesome I, philly's been a great okay top five Scroll places down. top five places in the there we go top five places in the country where you feel like it's almost like a second home there's you gotta a bonus just go one too. Oh, what's the bonus, bonus one? one? Oh, yeah i got wasted and said i could do a 65 mile bike ride to from philly to I Atlantic this. city yeah and they were like, no way. And I partied all night and then showed up the next day with my bike. And I rode my bike to fucking Atlantic City from Philly. That was a huge mistake. <laughs> the, also, also, the day you the learned, day about, learned about Uncrustables. Uncrustables. Yeah. So, yeah you scroll. definitely remember that. Okay. Um, great. The top, top five, five places in cities in America where you feel like it's a second home. Where I just feel like comfortable. Right? Where, where you go there and you go, I've been coming to the city so much. Mm-hmm. This feels like a, like I feel like if, if a fan recognizes me, they actually know me because I've been coming here so much. Yeah. Um, I, you can't say Florida because Florida's kind of, I mean, Florida's like, Tampa's like my, it is my home. So I can't say Florida, but you can say Florida if you want. No, I would say actually for me, it would be Denver. I love, I feel really? super comfortable there. Uh, I would step out of the United States and say Vancouver. 
then Seattle, um, That's Chicago. So That's so interesting. And then probably, like I feel I really like Boston and Philly a lot. Okay, those are, those are the places where I feel like really at ease. You know, I don't feel like. Where am I? I like I really feel at ease in those cities. So that's like I guess I would said six. I feel like the cities that are like second homes to me, meaning like is um probably DC. Yeah. Philly. Philly is probably Philly, Ohio. Like all of Ohio. I feel like there's nine homes in Ohio because I I've, I feel like I've gone to Ohio so much. So much, yeah. So much. I've gone to Ohio. Yeah, I should probably add them too. And also, I left out Minneapolis, which I always feel very comfortable in. Uh, I, I'm trying to think um, probably Arizona. Really? I've been going to Arizona for so long. Long time. That I feel like I, feel like I actually know Arizona. Every time I play Phoenix is a good time. Every Phoenix time. is always a fucking blast. Um, and then I, maybe I'd say, you know, it's interesting because like Chicago never had radio. You never had radio to do and Chicago. And I didn't play Chicago a lot. It's just I'm listing places that like when I go there, I'm just like, yeah, I want to stay here. Like, oh, wanna, okay. Wanna, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. We should probably go. I got to go do a fucking. Oh, yeah. You gotta I got to I gotta fucking move. I got to move everything. This fucking. You're this is be, the yeah, last listen, time you'll see me with me using my arm. You're going to be fine. You're going to be totally. I'm, yes. I'm actually really nervous now. You're going to be really fine. I promise you. This is not what you think it is. It's going to be totally fine. Or it's exactly what I think it is. Really unlikely you're gonna die. It's, we just looked at the odds. It's, it's unlikely. Yeah, but yeah, you might have like I don't know, like you know, respiratory system shuts down or something. But that's not gonna lead. Guys, do you want to say a last message? <laughs> just in case, just in case. Red Rock, September eighth. <laughs> Cleveland, Ohio. Those are the big venues I'm playing. I love your family, and I'll, I'll always be there. What should I do with my left hand last time on this show? Hold your dick, man. <laughs> I love you. This is Burt Kreischer for the last time for six, five, four months using my left arm, signing off. From this point on, you will only see us braced and our arms like this. Hey, we should we should have thought of what we're gonna do challenge wise with our left arms when we get them back. I think yours is gonna work a lot better than mine for a while. Well, we, well, we, you know what we should do is we should talk about it. We should talk about it when we get our braces, and we I'll see you in Austin. Okay, we'll do next next podcast. We'll be in Austin, right? Probably. And I'll have my brace, and you'll have your brace. Be great. Can't wait. You're going to be fine, dude. Can I take a Xanax today, you think? I should. I would ask. I'm going to yeah. ask. Yeah. All right. And unlikely anaphylactic shock. Unlikely to be in cardiac arrest. It was arrest. great seeing you guys. It was great seeing you guys. Love you, Tommy. Bye. Love you. Bert and Tom. Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave. No scripts, a bit of booze, amateur fartology, dirty jokes, raunchy humor, no apologies. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave.